Welcome to the I Made This For You podcast with your host, Joel DeGenio. On today's episode, we have Luke Haverty. Last year, Luke started a supper series with the intention of helping others form community. In this episode, we talk about finding community in new cities, living in New York City, and how you can get involved with the supper series. And I hope you enjoy. How did a supper series come about, and what is the ethos of the brand, I guess? So originally, I'm from Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, I moved to New York about four years ago. And when I moved to New York, um, you know, I had heard all about the city and like the creative worlds that live within. But I started to quickly realize that, um, you know, a lot of my friends were my friends from back home or people that I worked with. And when I talked about New York to other people, I was like, it's the most creative place in the world where you're meeting all sorts of people from different backgrounds uh, with crazy talents. And sl- slowly I realized that like, I wasn't like meeting those people and it's nothing against like people from back home or people I work with. They're still like my best friends, but I wanted to get a taste of that. And so I started to consider how to cultivate that community. Um, and one of my good buddies, Greg, his parents actually uh talked to me about a supper club that they had back in the 70s. And they said, to this day in New York City, it's how they built their whole community. Um, and they met people with all different kinds of backgrounds. And so that about a year and a half ago was like the initiation of what this could look like. Um, with the first one, we had, you know, I reached out to five people from different friend groups and said, hey, invite one other person no one knows, like have zero idea how this is going to go, but let's try it. First one went well, then the next one was 60 people. And we brought in two chefs that were, um, you know, friend of friends, did it on the side, but loved to cook family style for people. And so after that, it started gaining momentum. And fast forward to present day, we're, we're kind of at a place now where we feature creatives. And that began last summer. Um, we hosted one in Central Park where a, a gal by the name of Chloe came and sang some music. Uh, it was like a perfect setting. The sun was coming down and, and like, you know, it wasn't a massive platform. It was like 80 people, but our guests felt creatively inspired. And the feedback we got from her later was this helped push her in the direction of taking her music full time. And so with that lens, we started to see, hey, like, you know, even if it's just 50 to 100 people, we're allowing people to tell their story to guests and share their creative passion. Um, because that to me is what life is about is finding whatever it is that you find important and you're interested in and sharing that passion with the world. And so since then, we've taken supper to different cities around the world. But um, the ethos to your second question is about finding people that deserve the spotlight um, and sharing their story with guests that are looking to be creatively inspired. I feel like New York is one of those places where you have to have community. Like you have to put as much as you put into it. It's like what you're going to get back. I think like those experiences that you're creating is like really valuable for like different people. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And one of the most beautiful things about supper to me is like how many hands have gone into it. So along the way, there have been, you know, some of my best friends and people that I don't even know that I've, reached out wanting to help. And that is basically what's brought it to modern day. And the reason that we can pull off um, these events with all the help of different people that I've just met through doing this. Um, So that's kind of like the beautiful community bit of it too. 
um, which, you know, takes time, but now that it's gained some momentum has been incredible. When you're thinking of these events, I've seen you do it in like different cities like LA, London, you're just like doing it all over the globe. How do you pick the cities that you're doing it? And I guess like the creators as well, because there's so many different people across the globe. I feel like it would be hard to just choose like five or like six to feature. Yeah. What is that thought process like? Yeah. I mean, I wish I could take credit for like knowing all these creative people around the world, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, it's people within those cities that I have friendships with um, mm-hmm. that a lot of times have networks of creatives that they can reach out to. So for instance, Destiny, one of my best friends, um, she lives in Los Angeles and we were considering doing one out there earlier this year. And um, so I reached out to her and I said, hey, we're trying to make this happen. Uh, what do you think is the feasibility and what would need to happen in order for it to work? And she was basically like, hey, I'm thinking X, Y, Z. I have a contact um, that works for like Malibu Farms, which is on the Malibu Pier. And she had, you know, a painter, a ceramist, a florist, all within her network. And so, you know, my job was easy, right? Like we just blasted um, some friends in the area who brought their friends and um, we ended up setting up an event, but it was through her network that we were able to pull it off. And for our last one, it was actually in Uluwatu, Indonesia. Um, but that was just a result of community that we had built and being there. So I was there for um, a few weeks and uh, yeah, just met friends that had networks. And what you know you realize in doing this is people want to contribute in a way and like, especially if you know a friend that's creative, that's trying to share their story, you want them to win as well, or you should, right? And so if you have somebody in the back of your mind, that's like, hey, you know, my buddy Landon is about to be the best musician in the world. He just needs a little bit of an audience and maybe a push to do that. Then you're like, hey, Luke, I got my buddy who wants to sing at your concert or your supper series, um, which helps a lot. Mm -hmm. So this, I think you asked me if like, if I'm trying to do this full-time is a separate yeah. series, like your full-time job, or is this like the goal to make it into a full-time job? Because I feel like a lot of work does go into these events. Like, how do you balance if you do have a full-time job with this on the side? Yeah. So I have a full-time job that is, mm-hmm. you know, very time intensive. The way that it's pulled off now is just through the hands that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of different people that have roles within supper um, to make stuff happen. We have, you know, somebody that leads our creative direction, um, our community logistics. Um, and so, you know, it definitely is time intensive. What I've realized is, you know, there's just sacrifices that you have to make along the way. Um, so, you know, a lot of weekend time goes into it um, late nights, but for me, at the end of the day, it's so worth it because you're building relationships, friendships, um, and community through it, and also allowing people to kind of flex that creative muscle um, and helping out. So, in terms of you know making it work, it's just been through I think hard work, but then um, you know I'm super lucky in the amount of people that have wanted to help out. It's just a testament to the support system around me. Like I feel so lucky to have people around me that when I win, they win and vice Mm -hmm. versa. Like, um, you know, I think it's important to remember in friendships, you know, a lot of times there's going to be highs and lows for all of us, but when you can support people through those lows and build them up, um, so that they're winning alongside of you, 
that's what life is about. Um, and you know, it's a, a testament to my friends that have really helped develop this. Like my best friend runs our board for supper. Um, and two of my closest friends sit on the board with him. So, you know, I realized quickly it's going to be built through, you know, one strong friendship, um, but two people that just want to care and do care about the mission. And so instead of like trying to reach and be like reaching out to people that might not really care about the mission, but have a great resume, I'd rather, you know, pick friends that are well accomplished and really intentionally care about um, what we stand for, have been there since day one and are driving this together. Because when you're winning, but you're winning as a team and as a collective whole, feels so much better. Um, and they hopefully say the same thing about me and the way that I support them in their endeavors. I think like one of the most important character traits that I look for, for like, not even just like a friend, but just a person. It's like, if they want to see their friends win. It, it's authentic too. And you see it in some of the most successful people, right? Like I, this might be cliche. Drake dropped a song today. So that's like the first thing I thought of, but like a lot of the people that he's risen up with have been around him since day one. And he's built mm -hmm. like businesses through them. Um, and there's like a loyalty there too. Um, some of the most famous companies in the world today were started by, you know, founders or, or teams that were friends prior to that. So, um, yeah, I think it's really important. What has been your favorite event that supper has led and why do you think in your mind that was the most memorable for you? Excuse me. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we had a one-year anniversary in February um, where my friend flew in and helped produce it. Um, and she did an incredible job of, you know, helping source creative talent. So I think at the end of the day, we featured like 14 different people. So we had photographers, painters, ceramists, florists, you know, somebody running design. And that was the first time that we've like unlocked the creative potential. Um, it was a dinner for like a hundred people. And after that, um, it inspired us to truly follow that mission. I think with supper and any like creative endeavor, um, it can almost be hard to pick a direction because there are a lot of different ways to take it. Right. And mm -hmm. one thing I've found just through time is that consistency wins and ensuring that you're doing your thing every single day to just push the ball forward. It can be spending five minutes on it, right. Or an hour, but doing that thing every day that pushes the ball forward, even through the highs and lows um, that find success. So, you know, I think that for me was the one where I was kind of like, holy cow, like this is meaningful and people appreciated um, the art of, you know, conversation with people that maybe they hadn't met before. And I think in today's age, right, you have membership houses, um, you have like dating apps, but like, it's really hard, in my opinion, to find community where you're walking into a room and you're in the same room as somebody else that is there for the sole purpose of meeting other people and getting creatively inspired. And so that was like a core issue that we saw. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sometimes all it takes is like a hello and an intention of being like, I want to be in the same room as somebody else looking to meet people because New York City like I don't know if you felt this but it can be a super lonely city um you know there's craziness around you constantly but I for sure felt it when I was first out here where you know you there's 
a lot of chaos um, and people that look like they're, you know, plugged into a bunch of different things, but at the end of the day, it can be super lonely. And so that was part of the motivation behind it. Um, but I, I'm curious your take on different ways that you've found community um, just through the last couple of years. So my first year I moved because of the MBA and I was working a lot of like night shifts. So my hours would be from 5 p.m. to like 3 a.m. And I think <laughs> like, six months, I felt so like, when you're talking about like loneliness, because I was around people, but we were always like in the office, just like working, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I knew what I was signing up for. Like it was a great experience. And I was yeah. outside of work. Um, That's a grind. It was, it was a lot, but then... I'm from DC and I feel like pockets of New York, it's just like a mini DMV kind of. So I'd reach mm. out to a lot of people that I knew through like mutual friends or just on Instagram being like, hey, like you're from DC. I'm from mm. DC. Like, would you ever yeah. want to get lunch? So that's kind of how I made a couple of my friends. And then I also went to Alabama and I was like in a sorority and a lot of people from my sorority that's a whole different thing a lot of people yeah. from my <laughs> moved and then I joined a book club which I think was really like the there you go pivot of me like being comfortable and like meeting new people because that book club is like it's connected through DC and New York so there's a lot of different mm. people that you can meet and honestly like, I just DM it I'm a big like DMer, if I think you're cool like I'm gonna be like hey <laughs> I love <laughs> it you have to like, right Slide I'm also the DMs. I'm also like one of those people, if I'm thinking about you and like, I know that you have friends in New York or like you've been in New York for a bit, I'm like, hey, like, do you want to do this? Or like, can you send me any recommendations to your favorite spots, blah, blah, blah. And then that's kind of like how I form community. Very intimidating though. So props to you for putting yourself out there. But that's like, yeah, coming back to the original point in a city like New York, if you truly want to, you know, meet new people with different backgrounds and talents, you kind of have to put yourself out there. And that's what we tell like the supper community and guests is, you know, you can get whatever you want out of this. You can go to an event and kind of like stick to yourself and maybe not meet any new people or not get creatively inspired. But if you invest in the experience and, you know, you experience that level of discomfort of, you know, walking up to somebody and saying, Hey, you know, my name's Joel, how are you? You know, then it might create like a lifelong friendship and you don't really know until you try. And so that's like, the most important part i think in living like a, a big city like this for sure i also look kind of picking off of that i think people are paying too much rent in new york to like not try to make friends like that's really my whole thing <laughs> yeah, like, i, I know in the house because like there's so much rent that's being paid that i feel like i'm it's going to waste if i'm not talking to only, like, two people right it's yeah. the most insane thing i've experienced ever i'm just like what is going on like it's, it's insane it's I think about it a lot and I just think that's like my main factor in meeting people is like I need to get my rents worth of yeah no I love experience. that and that's why that's why we're in your at least my opinion right I'm not going to speak for you but that's why I live in New York City is to you know live around people that are you know grinding towards a passion and you know wanting to support you and your endeavors um also the food is really good but I think solely like the people make New York City and, you know, the downsides of the city, like worth it, um, to your point. 
I think there's very few downsides to living in New York. Like, obviously, I think, like, rent is really, like, the only thing where I'm, like, yeah. this sucks. And, like, maybe that December to March period where, like, the weather is really, really bad. But you need that period like, to enjoy the spring and summer, you know? It's yeah, spring it's and like fall. like, you have motivation. Like, okay, like, if I can get through these three months, like, I know that I'm having a New York summer. And, like, I feel like that yeah. <laughs> makes it all worth it. Especially yeah, no, I tell anyone that moves out here, like, hey, give it, like, nine to 12 months before you start judging the city because it is like you experience that loneliness and like the craziness of what New York really entails. Um, but it can be so rewarding on the other side. Um, I, look, we don't have to wrap this up if you like, don't want to, but I kind of do want to talk to you about you more as a creative, because I feel like mm -hmm. you are pushing a lot of other creatives, but if you yourself like have a medium, feel free to talk about it. Like I, like don't know like you want to talk about that yeah or... no no that's totally fun um so I in high school actually was like I got into videography and so uh, I bought a GoPro and would record different things um, from sporting activities to our student section or um, I played basketball uh, maybe like one percent of the level of your last guest Quinn but uh <laughs> It was, it was a fun process um, where I got to start thinking um, from the lens of like a camera. Um, and so that eventually evolved into like photography. And so now um, as a side project and just honestly, for memory's sake, I uh, shoot a lot of film. Um, so yeah, that something I've realized is like, you know, it might be a result of me being too distracted, but I have a pretty bad memory. However, if I can capture moments and relive the memory through that route, um, it, it brings a lot of like satisfaction and allows me to relive different stories and things like that. So that's been a creative outlet the last few years. Um, Supper itself, like, you know, my kind of, the, what I'll tell people that we're creating is, you know, I don't want to micromanage your creative spirit. I want to find the right people and put them in a position to succeed in whatever vision they want to tell. And so for me, it's like the creative spirit is finding the right people and then letting them run with whatever vision that they want to tell their story in a meaningful way. Um, and that's been a creative outlet. I also paint a little bit. Uh, I don't think I can call myself a painter <laughs> but uh I enjoy doing it it's very different than you know other things that I've done in the past in my day job because there isn't a right answer with painting you're gonna envision something and inevitably it's going to be taken in a different direction so it's about coming to terms with okay like I wanted it here but you know I messed this up and so now I'm gonna have to think creatively about how to incorporate it in an exciting way and then you just constantly are evolving something until finally you are in a place that you like it but um you know i dabble with a, a few different things um you know not to the extent of any creatives we feature but um yeah it's been it's been a fun passion project i feel like the gopro to sports uh videography is like a huge pipeline that's how i got into <laughs> videography like my right? um high school like you had to play a sport because we didn't have pe and I didn't mm. want to play a winter sport because I'm like, I'm not playing basketball and I'm not running winter tracks. So, like I got out of it by <laughs> being on the basketball manager and I was really just like filming stuff for the team. And I was like, oh, this is kind of sick. And like, that's yeah. how I <laughs> that's how like, I got into, I guess, like sports 
not creativity, but like filmography and just like videography. It's because like I was too lazy to actually play sports. I was like, I'll be behind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I highly I'll doubt that. It's you were probably way better than I was, to be fair. Like when I had my GoPro, I'd like wear it on my head around people. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? If you were to ask like my friends from high school or college, like there's some hilarious pictures that will probably be brought up at my wedding. No, for sure. Um, is there anything else you want to say or put out there about Subway Series or yourself? Because I feel like I just want to give you the space to promote yourself. Yeah. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Um, you know, I don't have anything in particular. Um, I think, you know, we're always looking for creative uh, people to to highlight. So if you are a painter, photographer, ceramist, you name it, um, you know, we'd love to learn more. We've started incorporating brands and getting creative with um, different ways to highlight people that aren't like don't necessarily fit into that like creative box. Mm. Um so yeah, to the extent, you know, you're ever looking to tell your story, um, don't be a stranger. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, but really appreciate you taking the time, Joelle, to reach out one and two. Um, yeah, make this a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for coming on. I'll put a supper series and everything in the show notes so you guys can check it out and follow along the journey because I feel like it's a cool community. So thank you. Thank you. We need to get you to one soon. Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show.